Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Before uh, the top of this hour, we talked about what's your late night food go to? What do you go? Where do you go in the Twin Cities um, for a dessert or something else? We still are going to take those calls. 651 641 1071. But before we do, we have special guests who just popped into the studio. It was a very big surprise. I was trying to tell uh, our boss, B. Arthur, about your new bathing suit, Dawn. And around the corner comes a familiar face. And hear this familiar voice. Hi, friends. Elizabeth Elizabeth Reese! I've returned! Yeah! Ever since I was unceremoniously relieved of my duties here at My Talk 1071, (laughs) I've been missing you guys and looking for reasons to come and visit. And I brought a really good friend of mine. You want to meet him? Yes. This is Ben Lieber. Oh, hi, Ben! I didn't know if you're actually going to do like a formal introduction. There was a pause there. I didn't know if I should introduce myself, but thank you for (laughs) introducing me. And let me just say right now, if Taco Bell isn't the number one snack to get. Oh, mm, the late late night. Yes. Right. I know I'm probably swaying the people that are supposed to like be writing in or whether they're texting in, whatever. They're not writing in. (laughs) They're writing letters. Are they going to like snail mail this? All all their They usually tweet us or call us. We'll be taking their calls next week. they correspond, Mm -hmm. I don't want to sway them, but Taco Bell has to be in the top five. All right, yeah. we're adding it to the list. Talk about what's your what's your what would be your go to order then? Oh my gosh! In any, what's your order? Well, back when I was real fat, um, <laughs> it was it was bean and cheese burritos, like oh, yeah. some version of that, uh-huh. all day long. Maybe okay. two of those. Um, many tacos. Um, let's say probably five to seven hard shell tacos. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that's yeah. a lot of crunch. Yeah, well, when you're drunk and you're going home, <laughs> yeah, and you need something to soak it all up, right? Oh yeah, you, you go, you to... go for it, right? Right, yeah. right. Well, now I know you always, uh, you guys love to talk about food, of course, but today, well, you actually did kind of bring food. We brought you food. You came for a different reason. Mm-hmm. We yeah. brought you cookies um, because we wanted to bribe you to <laughs> join in on our latest campaign. Okay, you guys know that Twin Cities Live turns 15 next month. Oh my what? God, 15. What is next that in dog month? years? It's 152. In television years, it's 2,000 years. Well, I was going to say, we have been for around the since the time of Jesus. Television right? show yes. to be around that long is, a, is insane. It's so Congratulations. Of. So, we, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but when you go on social media, sometimes you can leave feeling worse than when you started your scroll. Yes. Did anybody else notice uh, that it's mm-hmm. become a little bit of a negative place? We've had a lot of discussions about this with um, within the walls of Twin Cities Live, and we thought, you know what, we have, we have a platform. And we have something we can do about it because the show has really, since its inception, been about, you know, celebrating where we live, connecting our community. And I think particularly during the pandemic, it was about making it just being a place where people could feel like still connected and still excited about something and having a little bit of fun. So we launched a campaign. Ben, do you want to reveal what it is? Okay, the campaign is called Hashtag. You actually don't have to spell it out. It's just a hashtag. It's post-positive. <laughs> and the whole idea, as Elizabeth was saying, was just, let's let's take this whole month of March, and every day you can post or comment something positive on either your feed, uh, somebody else's feed. The whole idea is just to, like, maybe switch your train of thought. Instead of, like, nitpicking at things or mm-hmm. being negative about something or someone, 
Find a reason to compliment or say something positive or to brighten someone's day. Just follow it up with hashtag post positive. I love this, and I instantly felt shame because I, when I saw when I saw this campaign, I think it was right after I had posted something hateful about my alley. So I don't know about <laughs> oh, you, but where I live, the removal. winter snow experience, and I posted like a gif of like you know people jumping up and down in a in a jeep like on a hill because my alley is just a bunch of like ice ruts, and I'm like, oh god, it's okay. But then I think it was our friend Paul. McG- Wire Grimes had posted hashtag um, something nice. I don't remember what the tweet was, but I saw the hashtag and I thought, this is great. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to now post something positive to the world and and not all of our yeah. nitpicky yeah. And you know, on board. We're, we'll give you the license that in April... Just go back to being. Yeah, but at least for this, at least for this month, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, it's good to remind people though that sometimes you just mindlessly make a comment, or or people do, and you're not really thinking about how it could impact someone else. Yeah. And you know, we've experienced that in the media, media for sure. Yes, John. Uh, both of us, yes. and uh, you know, we were fed up with it and made it known and and fought back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I know it probably comes from some of that experience that you had. Well, it does, to be honest, a lot. A lot of it came too from our Twin Cities Live Facebook page, which we know we run into our viewers all the time. Uh, just like my talkers, guys, TCLers are amazing. They're the best. Mm-hmm. And we run into them and we hear from so many people who say, you brightened our day. You're a place that we go that we feel good. Or my mom loves you or all these different things. And then I found myself going on the page and wanting to interact with people yeah. and then having to go, I can't even do like, I can't yeah. go on this page because it was, there was just so much like unnecessary unspecific criticism that was just sort of directed at tearing people down yeah. myself included and i started to feel like as a mother like i can't subject myself to this at the end of the day and then go home and try to take care of my children it's just not it's mm-hmm. not going to work and so as as like ben and i talked about this and we talked about this with other members of the team we were just like there's got to be something that we can do and i will tell you if you go on our page it has totally changed oh, so the way different. that the oh. Twin Cities Live Facebook page oh, is. Bet. And it was, it was discouraging other people who were excited about interacting from getting on our page because we had a few real negative Nellies that were bogging mm-hmm. things down. And now that I think we've shifted the expectations, we've just shifted the, um, made it really clear what we want that community space to be. It's been a game changer. It really, it really has. And the nice thing that I've seen is, is if somebody does, because you can't like always like, smash out the negativity somebody's going to go out there and just have a bad day and want to take it out on and type something out but the comments underneath of it so we don't have to say anything that run the page it's the it's the public and the fans that will mm-hmm. come in our defense or oh, whatever sure. yeah. and say like hey that's negative hey stop doing that that's, that's not cool that's not cool so like i think people feel you know maybe more so by this movement that they're more empowered to be like hey let's this is not what we're here for. Like, yeah. And it says a lot about the two of you, right, in the show and everybody behind the show, because if, if that's the audience self-correcting, that's your audience. And that means they're there for a reason. So like attracts like. So you're obviously, you know, putting good things out there and getting good things in return. So this, I think this is just a great way to keep that going. Thank yeah. you. And we were really excited. So we've got cookies and a little note to deliver to all of you here at my talk. We're going to head over to our friends at KS 95 too. And we have interns running around to other television stations. Like it's not often that a television station oh, sure. delivers cookies to another <laughs> television station, but like care 11, Carly's coming for you right now. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is what we're doing because we felt like this is something that all of us in media can get on board with together. I know we all support each other so much behind the scenes. There's always people from other, 
other radio stations or TV stations that we give shout outs to when, you know, somebody's having a hard time. And we thought we knew you. Well, we knew you guys would be on board. Well, of course. We were hopeful that, you know, other media outlets around the Twin Cities. Ben delivered a ton over to competing radio stations this morning. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it's something we can all get excited about and feel good about. And just a reminder that it, at its core, social media was created to connect people. I mean, as as like cynical as you can get about it now i think that's fair but at at the beginning it was about connecting people and that's what we can get out of it again you just have to make it a place that you want it to be it doesn't have to be a trash pile thank you don no (laughs) and you know what's interesting is that i'll read some comments online and i know some of the people like from meeting them i'm like that's not who they are you know what i Mm -hmm. mean so Mm -hmm. there's an opportunity to change there so better. all people have to do if they want to participate is just yeah. hashtag post positive. That's post-positive. it. It's that easy. That's yeah. it. And again, don't feel bogged down that you have to actually post something. Yeah. Just like you can comment something yeah. too on somebody yeah. else's mm-hmm. post. Absolutely. And I will say this and as a disclaimer to protect ourselves. We don't have cookies for everyone. <laughs> oh, so well, you know, you're so going to hear all, about that. I know. So everybody out you there, them cookies. <laughs> so everybody out there, we're just encouraging you to do, to be along with our our journey and our campaign. Uh, we do not have cookies for no. all of you. No, I'll just smell it. These How about no, I didn't. Make ben, them. We did had you make someone make them. No, no, no. You, we, I could never, I could never make, that. make a cookie. But we that know the way we know media people. You guys are greedy, yeah. hungry people, and <laughs> it's you true. want. Snacks. We like free stuff. <laughs> we're cheap. We like free stuff. <laughs> so, especially uh, when we can eat it. We knew. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna deliver you guys. these to everybody. Thank you. Else. Thanks for letting us take okay, over your show. Thank, thank you so much for stopping by, Ben. Congratulations on your first midday my talk appearance. Yeah, thank you. And normally you're so busy getting ready for the show. It's very cozy in here. I like it. Very intimate. Anytime. Yeah, uh, we appreciate it, and we will make sure that Thank we post guys. a link um, to the Twin Cities Live yes, show page, show of course. Page. But also, we'll post pictures and and we'll post positive. Love yes. you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, Dawn. You know we've got a couple listeners that are online to talk about their favorite late night food spots. Do you think they would be okay waiting through the break so we can talk to them when we come back? They've waited Not this long. Sure, I think so. but I hope they will because that's what we're going to do next. Fabulous. Right, right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh my gosh, we had a little diversion there, but we're so glad. Um, we got cookie bombed by positive people. That's right. Hashtag uh, post positive from Elizabeth Reese and Ben Lieber from Twin Cities Live. Uh, and what we want to talk to you about. Your favorite place to get late night food. And we have a couple of people that have been waiting a very long time. One of them being Deborah. Is she still on the line with us? Yeah, let's go to Deborah. I just wanted to let listeners know the reason we're asking this question is because Bring Me the News had a list of restaurants and bars serving late night food in Minneapolis. And I think one of the things that I have always struggled with in this town is finding really good late night um, eats and treats. So Deborah. Share with Hello. us, and thank Hi. you so much for patiently You're an waiting. Angel. Thank you, Deborah. Well, I listen all day anyway, so it was Aww. no big deal. Okay, we appreciate it. Where are we going? We're going to go to Eli's East up on East Hennepin, um, Northeast Minneapolis. Ooh, Eli's Fabulous. East. Fabulous. The, the kitchen's open till one a.m. They have a delightful fried egg sandwich Ooh. and delicious cocktails. My oh. favorite is called a dead Frenchman. Dead. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I've been to Eli's before, actually. That's right where, what, like near... You said Hennepin. It's on Hennepin and like central-ish, that area? Yeah, it's where central and east Hennepin split. Got it. I have not been there late night. I did not know they were open that late, so that's a great suggestion. They have a fantastic staff, and it's just always like going home. Yeah. Do you own it? 
I do not. Oh okay. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a moneymaker. Dang it. Ooh, well, well, we thought maybe you were just trying to slide into the radio No, it's show. just my favorite late night place. That's Deborah, great. thank you so much for sharing that. And if I remember correctly, they have good, do they have good wings? Because I feel like I've had wings there. I, I think they do. They have amazing tater tots. All right. Adding it to the list. Thank you, Deborah. You're welcome. Let's go to Phil, who has been patiently waiting as well to tell us where uh, Phil's favorite late night eats are. Hey, Phil. Good afternoon. This is unpaid researcher Phil Jones. Why are you doing that voice? We hear you. <laughs> hey, John, did you voice. hear our favorite song in the movie, Cocaine Bear? I sure did, and I thought of you on the wings of love. Yes. Yeah, and did you hear about, uh, your, remember, uh, there, there was also the Dusty Beaver in there? Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. Okay. I thought of you, yes, Are, when On the Wings of Love came on. Okay, sorry, what's your favorite uh, late night I didn't mean to bring up place. Dusty Beaver. Um, say, my, my favorite late night plays, uh, it's, it's, it's got to be White Castle, you know, oh. after after a good concert or, or a game or something yeah. like that. Got to go get me some sliders because they slide on in and okay. they slide. All right. All right. Okay, All right. anyway. All right. Oh, my gosh, I do. Thank you, I Phil. I love White Castle, though. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I do, too. Bye, Bye. Phil. Uh, I will say the chicken rings. I love the chicken rings. I like to put them on my fingers. We used to go there after the club, and I would get oh. put some rings on my finger and nibble them off. Oh, my gosh. Chicken nibblers. Slip down in the passenger seat. Crispy well, nibblers, Don. Nibbling them crispy like fingers. I don't like I don't like that word, Don nibble. doesn't like food descriptive words. Um, but they do have good chicken nibblers. Nibbler. What does that mean? A you nibbler. Nibble. It's, do they have something called nibblers? No, I think they're called chicken rings. Have you been to White Castle, Mike, lately? Mm, no. What? Do you have so, them in Wisconsin? Because some states don't have White Castle. I don't know about Wisconsin, he knows but Minnesota. Uh, in oh, because southern, you live there. Yeah, when I grew up, there were no White Castles around us in southern Minnesota at all. So I never. I okay, think I've well, had White Castle. One we need time you to run life. through a White Castle okay. at some point. And you can. You don't have to do it in the middle of the night. It's just it was good club, post club okay. food. Um, People used to go get them. We had some in St. Louis only, mm-hmm. and so anytime anyone went people to, drive St. Up Louis, to St. Louis, people would get white. Bring us back White Castle yeah. it was a thing. So, um, okay. So the thing I was going to say is, and Don, I would like. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil like to know if you have a late night favorite late night spot okay. you know ben uh lieber in the last segment said he loved taco bale and um fast food is great i uh, i miss like so there's a place and i think it's still open late nights i just haven't been there since they've reopened but little t's in yeah. minneapolis 
was just an amazing late night spot because they'd be open, you know, after bar close. Uptown Diner used to uh, be, I don't remember which incarnation of Uptown Diner that mm. was, but that was a place that had good like burgers and, and vaults after the bar would close. But there's not a ton of places like when Jamie and I are driving around late at night for, you know, maybe we want dessert or something like maybe we went to dinner and then we want to go somewhere else. There's just not a ton of places to like. I can mention if you're into cookies, there's a place called Insomnia Cookies. Oh, yeah. You were talking about this. What is this Insomnia Cookie place? Uh, Well, it uh, is open most of the night. I mean, you can get them actually delivered if you're. You know, not in the your uh, you can't drive, <laughs> and you're at home. Oh, I see what you're saying. To well, order. Yeah, obviously, they have ice cream. They have ice cream sandwiches, cakes, uh, cookies. But they have like an actual location you can just roll up to. Yeah, Dinky Town. I'm sure they have other locations as well, but that's the one I know of the most. And oh, it looks if, like they're all over the country. Yes, they are um, all over the country. So it is another chain. There's one. But, yeah, the, we only have the one. We just have the one in Dinky Town. Okay. All right. Well, it is they're open until till three a.m. Yep. If you want cookies at one a.m., there you go. Thursday, yeah, Friday, and Saturday. All the other towns in Minneapolis. Okay, that's my suggestion, Mike. Uh, Mike, you have any uh, late um, night? Spots? I gotta, I gotta go the the uh, fast food route. Like I said, where I grew up and where I've lived most of my life wasn't around the big city, so there were never any options except for those fast food spots. So yeah. Taco Bell was the place. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all of your suggestions. I do want to know. Return to the conversation we were having before. Well, uh, well specifically, a post positive. What's that? Post positive. Yeah, hashtag post positive. But before that, almost. So I just want to let the audience know that I went running to get our boss because Dawn was fully wearing her bikini over her clothes. And you had that other contraption, ace bandage thing on. <laughs> yeah, it's a squeeze. And I wanted to show her because this was from a previous segment where we opened a bag of $30 worth of stuff Dawn had bought on Timo. Yeah. And <laughs> we got a tweet from Jenny and she goes, I need to know if Dawn was wearing the bikini when Ben Lieber showed up. <laughs> I took it off. Because, so, oh, my God. So I had this stupid bikini on. And when you're sitting down in a bikini and you aren't, um, you know, uh, Cara Delevingne. Oh, please. Body type. It, you have sort of a. It's just you, uh, awkward wearing a bikini on top of your clothes yeah, when it's strangers not a great show look. up. Yeah. So I'm coming around the corner with B. Arthur to show her, like, you have to see Dawn. She's fully wearing a bikini right now. As I come around the corner, I see Elizabeth Reese and Ben Lieber. Uh, ben Lieber and I'm thinking, oh, okay. They want to stop by. And I'm looking at Dawn like, <gasps> I, hey, like, Dawn. I don't know who it is. I'm like, <laughs> Through, through the I'm door, trying. I go, who is that? Who is that? So she's furiously trying to cover. I'm trying to take the bikini off <laughs> and the bottoms. I got the bottoms off, but the top, I was like, oh, wait, let me take off my bikini over my clothes. And then we tried to explain what we were doing. And they're like, and they're, uh-huh, they're like, okay. Uh-huh. They don't. Hey, Dawn, it's, you know, look, we're special over here on the radio. We do our own <laughs> special yeah. Make believe. Yeah, TV's a little different. <laughs> they're a little more professional. They are, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Well, here's a cookie. I go look. I got a beach chair, and I was like somebody's crazy old aunt. <laughs> we had know? fun. We had fun, and we're going to do it again. So don't you, don't you feel <laughs> don't the least you worry about it? Bit self conscious about it. The fact that today oh, involved putting on a bikini. I've never met Ben Lieber before. If it was I just know! Elizabeth, it you would, never I go, met- and I said, oh, it's just Elizabeth. And then 
I heard a man's voice, and I'm like, who's that? Yeah, well, you know, look, I look, you look great. (laughs) I did. I don't care though. If listeners, yeah, you did. And if listeners missed it, don't worry, we're gonna post it on social media. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it back on for you guys. All right, when we come back, royal news. We've got to update you on Prince. Archie and Princess Lilibet. Right. Uh, some very light snow. Actually, no. I think it stopped. Nope. Maybe a little light snow right now. Thirty-three <laughs> here on my okay. talk. I'm trying Is to it? tell. No. Yes. No, I can't tell from what? here. No. Yes. It's the window forecast. My talk 1071, Everything entertainment. The adventures mm. of Bradley and Dawn. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the Royals. There's some news about um, Lilibet and Archie. Yeah. Prince and Princess. They're gonna. They're gonna be. They're gonna be a prince and a princess. When I say gonna, I just go. Come on, Dawn. They're going to be a princess and a prince. Yeah, no, uh, Dawn. Look, they're gonna get a title. They got titles, (gasps) and the reason we know that is because King Charles is petty. What? Okay, so here's the story. Yesterday, I read this story about uh, specifically was Lilibet being christened. So Lilibet. Are you okay over there? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yes. Did, did you have a question? No. <laughs> she was fiddling with her stuff. I, just, I think I have eight little purses. That's yeah, all. I know. It's because you don't know how to order things. <laughs> it's Go on. Separate... I'm sorry. Thank you. We're talking about May the I world. continue? Yes. So, dear little Lilibet, daughter of Mary and Hagen, Harry and Meghan, uh, was christened. And I was reading this story all about the christening because I'm just curious about stuff like that. Like, you know... The Royal Family's Church of England, obviously, right? So I wanted to know, did Harry and Meghan get her christened in, like in a Church of England uh, congregation? Also, I don't think they have Church of England congregations outside of England. Right. But there's an Anglican communion, and that, like the in, in the United States, it would probably be the Episcopal Church. So, in fact, they did get her christened in the Episcopal Church. Again, I'm not like particularly religious. I'm just curious. Yeah. So I was reading all that. And within the context of that story, I learned that she was christened, but then they had this whole conversation about what they what we will now call her. And they have decided to allow Lilibet, that is Harry and Meghan have allowed Lilibet to use the title that she was given. We didn't know that she was given the title until recently as it was granted by the crown and so she will be princess so she will uh, uh, essentially be known as princess lilibet and we'll have the hrh yes the her royal majesty her princess royal her royal highness yep oh not majesty that would be HRH. the queen yep. uh her royal highness prince Lil, princess lilibet my god What's happened to me? I don't Her know. Royal Highness Princess Lilibet. Yeah. And so Archie has the same. So Archie is a prince. And I was like, okay, so now this is fascinating because I was curious. Would Harry and Meghan allow them to have that title or would they just be like, and some of the other royals have chosen to, you know, not grant titles or allow their children to have the titles. Oh. Because, you know, they want them to maybe have a normal life, right? Like okay. if, if people have to know you as HRH and you're a princess, that's going to that's gonna change how the world reacts to you. So I thought that was interesting. And they have said, apparently, Harry and Meghan, that they will allow Lilibet to decide when she's an adult if, you know, she wants to continue, or at some point later in her life, if she wants uh, to keep that oh, honorific, okay. right? Which I thought that's interesting and kind of like an awesome way to approach it instead of just like making the decision for the child. Like, no, you're not going to have it. 
Well, it doesn't mean that she has to use it if she has. It's not like everywhere she goes, she's like, I'm sorry, you have to call me Her Royal Highness first. No, but yes, right? Like, no, but the world will because that's how you will be known. Like, that is your title. Yeah, I thought it was I, you know, there was a lot of confusion when they left as to what they will keep and what the Duke they and of so so they are they still the duke and duchess of sussex yeah. or j- they are yep but i do not believe that they are i don't know if they have the hrh still okay um and they don't have the well i don't know if it's yeah i guess them i don't know mm-hmm. i know that they're still the duke and duchess of sussex right they kept that title but i don't think they have the hrh Okay. But because the children are the firstborn, uh, or not the firstborn, the the children of the son of the monarch, mm-hmm. that entitles the children to Grandpa's those titles. The king. Yep. Right. Be- well, because Grandpa's the king, and their dad is the first, or is not the firstborn, is like a son of the king. Oh, that's okay. what grants them the title. So outside of whether or not their parents have the title, but the moral are- of this particular story is frankly that the crown made this decision that they would be allowed to have those titles, Mm. that is the kids, back in December. Okay. Interesting. We didn't know about that until recently. They didn't release it until now Mm. because he's getting bad press. Because uh, I believe that um, King Charles III, or he's... Getting bad press for, number one, kicking them out of Frogmore Cottage. Yeah, so at a time when he's getting some bad PR. And nobody wants to play at his coronation. <laughs> Elton John, Spice Girls. They don't want to do it. Yeah, Adele. Spice Girls. They didn't ask the Adele. Spice Girls, did they? I think so. Didn't oh, we talk no. about Oh, the did Spice they, Girls? Mike? Do you remember, I remember they asked them the Spice Girls? Story, yeah. Okay, so, well, they're not a band anymore, P.S. Yeah, but they, they perform. They do? With Posh? She doesn't perform. She no, doesn't but they do had a, they did a whole concert. Oh, without posh. I think so, okay. but I know that there was like a they did concerts in the UK. The moral of the story is they have declined. Okay, and the point is that because all of these people have declined, Charles, of course, is suffering a bunch of negative headlines, and because of those negative headlines, it has led to mm, let's maybe put out some headlines that sound positive and uplifting, or take the conversation away. From negative press from Charles. Right. Look, they allowed these kids to have these titles. Yeah. So I wonder if that um, means, I mean, if you have a title, does, I wonder if you are expected to have royal duties. You know, they will be expected to do things in honor of the king. You know, like I'm going to make an appearance. Um, There's some organization and Lilibet will one day go in honor of her grandfather because we know that prince harry or harry isn't doing that anymore i just wonder are you saying will they work like with the title of prince and princess will they have to do royal duties no well no i assume because they won't be they won't be a part of the firm right okay um so the only people that are going to be working for the royal family at this point are going to be william kate their kids and if, you know, Anne is still around. Right. The working members of the family. Yeah, they. Will, I don't think they'll be. But I think that's the decision that has gone into other royals, whether or not to have their children have titles. And I think it's Zara. Was, it, it, forgive me. The name is just not coming to me. But 
uh, some of the grandchildren of the queen don't carry the title. And that was because their parents were like, we would like to give them a leg up and so that they can go out into the world and not be. Because obviously you're going to have a hard time being if you're connected with that title to just being treated like anybody else in the world. Right. Like that's going to be seen as perhaps baggage. Yeah, I guess it's just what you do with it. You know, yeah, there's a responsibility, though, like you can't be running around the quality and trashed. Like there goes her royal highness, yeah, Prince Princess Lilibet. She's yeah. had, you know, some mad dog forty forty. I don't think she's going to do that anyway. <laughs> she doesn't seem like. Well, she's a baby. Yeah, we don't know what she's going to do in the future. But That's it's true. Worse but if I'm, she's reflecting I'm banking on, on, on uh, Lilibet not not going down <laughs> that road, and it's certainly not because she has the title HRH. But anyway, I found that to be incredibly interesting and also eye-opening that. Uh, th- that King Charles would be allowing that story to go out at a time when everybody's like, yeah, no, we're not interested. And back to the Spice Girls, because I just Googled it. Mm-hmm. Um, still no word on whether or not they're willing to reunite for the crown. Yeah, Spice Girls rumored to reunite for King Charles coronation. I just don't think that's going to happen. Spice Girls may reunite for King Charles coronation. Spice Girls holding crunch talks for reunion ahead of King Charles coronation. Well, and because, remember, the stories are coming from the fact that they actually met King Charles when he was a prince with Prince Harry. It was the first thing that they did after Diana's death. And it was actually a moment that I found That is Charles took Harry to South Africa. Yes. I think it was South Africa. It was in Africa, I believe, that they went uh, and the Spice Girls performed. Mm -hmm. And And he got to meet them. Right, right. And so, you know, Harry was still... feeling just, you know, like full of shock. But he also knew that this was his way, father's way of having affection and and showing love for him, even though he didn't say, hey, let's talk about how sad you must feel. Like that never happened. But it was like, let me take you, just you on this trip. Yeah. Without William, it's just us. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, that was his way. Because there are moments in Spare where you actually, you see glimpses of, kindness and love well, yeah i from, think charles loves his children yeah the problem is charles is in this institution that doesn't allow for families to act normally mm-hmm. that's so true and he's chosen to be a part of that and therefore your relationships are going to suffer as a result for sure and then the spice girls aren't going to want to perform at your coronation right i don't and know it's elton john well, definitely not elton john because he loved diana or adele, or adele. right so who's going to do it i just don't I can't imagine, like, the Spice Girls, all of them agreeing on how they feel about King Charles. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're five, right? I don't know. Yeah. So I just can't see them all coming together and agreeing on that. You know, they're probably Team Harry at this point. Oh, I would assume so. But, you know, again, I think we have particular feelings about King Charles based on the book that we read. I don't know how they feel because I feel like the British public has a totally different take on the royal family because to them it's a far more important institution, at least for, you know, the average Brit, I would imagine. Right. What do we... Hi. We have no stakes in it. We went bye-bye. We don't want that. No Mm -hmm. thanks. Bye. Hey. Hey. When we come back, do you want to play a game? Yes. So here's the thing. If we're going to play a game, we have to let Mike spin his wheel. And then his wheel's going to stop somewhere. And we'll find out where it stops and then what game we're going to play when we come back. 
on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's game time, and Mike is going to spin his wheel. Spin it! Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, a little game show roulette to finish out the day. Was that a cat? What? That was my stomach. Oh. <laughs> Can you get that looked at? <laughs> Today. Whoa! Hollywood. You all know what's coming up on Sunday, right? The Oscars! Oscars! We're doing a little Oscars quiz. Oof, fun. How this is going to work. It's all right. I was going to do like that Listery quiz one I did. That one was a little... I did like that. Did you? Well, maybe we can still do that. But uh, we're going to go back and forth. How this is going to work is uh, one of you are going to get to go first or second. You're going to choose actor or actress. I'm going to give you a year... I'm going to give you a movie. Mm. You have to give me the actor and or actress oh. that won the Oscar that year. Oh, boy. Oh, guys. John. I want a hot dog. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mike joined along. I did. It was fun. Uh, okay. So I'm flipping you a coin. just do a whole show, the three of us, as Jennifer oh, Coolidge. Sean, that'd be fun. Okay. Mine actually sounds more like Owen Wilson. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, or you kind of oh, sounded right. like um, He's a nice Humphrey guy. Bogart. Oh. Hey, she. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I flipped, wow, a, I flipped a coin. All right. Uh, Bradley Collard in the air. Kale's. It is heads. Oh, so, Don, you get to go okay. first. Now, again, I've got 10 different years slash movies slash actors or actresses. Don, I'm going to let you choose. Would you like an actor or an actress? Ooh, I would say actress. Actress. Okay, here we go. The year. And now, no buzzing in. Don't worry about a timer or okay. anything. You get plenty of time <laughs> to just think about it. The year is 2003. The movie is Monster. Who won the Academy Award? Female actress. Charlize Theron <gasps> for Eileen Warnos. Nailed wow, it. Wow, look at nice you over done. there with your recall. Dawn with the point. Congratulations. There That's you got amazing. that one. All right, she went uh, the actress route, so we're going the male route here for you, Bradley. Really terrible at this. The year right. is 01. Okay. The movie. It's not sober yet. Is Training Day. Oh, Name the actor. Training Day? Yep. I don't know. Oh, God. An actor who won an Academy Award in 2001. Did you say you weren't sober yet? I was not sober yet. <laughs> yeah. It was 2002. Okay. So right before. So this was at my bottom. So <laughs> I'm just saying I probably didn't <laughs> see any movies. Sorry to laugh. And... How dare you? No, you so might have seen it. Do you have a guess? Well, if I did see it, I don't remember. Okay. I'm at training day. Mm-hmm. That is Kevin Costner. I don't know. Don. Denzel. King Kong ain't got blank on me. That is Denzel Washington. Oh, I, I've never seen the movie. It is incredible. It's really good. Okay. Ethan Hawke, Denzel Washington, fantastic. Yeah. All right, first round, it's Don with a 1-0 lead. Bradley, you get to go. Do you want actor or actress? <laughs> I'm going to go. Excuse me, that was, I had a cookie. Uh, actress. You're an actress. Here we go. The year's 06, 2006. The oh, movie God. is The Queen. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna the say is? the actress is Dame Helen Mirren. Nailed it. Nicely nice. done. Well, there have been a lot of uh, movies about the queens. So. Yeah, yeah, but not in 06. Right. Because I saw that movie. 
So okay. we are going to the yes. opposite side now. Dawn, mm-hmm. heading this way for you. We're doing Best Actor of the Year is 08. The okay. movie is Milk. That is, oh, I saw it. Oh, that is, um, Madonna used to be married to him. And that is Sean Penn. Yeah. Nicely done. it out with my words. Got the two got one there. lead. Well done after two rounds. Also a two, good movie. Lead. Yes. Not a huge Sean Penn fan, but that was a great movie. All right, Bradley, you're still behind. You get to choose I actress know, or actor. I'm going to do actress. You're going to do actress. The year. Is 2016. Oy, oy, oy. Okay. The movie is La La Land. Oh, I can see her. Um, oh, God, I can see her. It's Ryan Gosling. I should have done the man. Uh, her name is... Um, oh, God. Need an answer. Can I just give you a first name? Five. Isn't it Emma something? Three, I don't know. Two. I failed. Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. I got halfway there. Yeah. All right, Don. You could take. I a kept com- wanting to say Emma Thompson. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only Emma I could come up with. Okay. You could take a commanding lead here, Don. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Two thousand five. The movie was Capote. Who's the oh, actor? That is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. She is running away with this one today. 3 1 lead. She's got it. She's, she's got, got it. it. Yeah, baby. She's, she's got it. All right, uh, Bradley, you want to stick with the female side? I do. Want, okay. I would like to stick with the female, Bob. All right, here we go. 2000. Which is unusual. <laughs> 2009 is the year. The Can't movie. Can you do like the 70s? I mean, the 40s? Uh, uh, sorry. Okay, fine. I don't think that would be easier for the yeah, looks of this no. list. Um, uh, the 2009, the movie was The Blind Side. Who was the actress? What year was that? 2009. 2009 Blindside is, uh, I don't know. I have zero clue. Did not see that movie. Okay. Nothing? Okay. Sandra Bullock. She's just crushing. Yes! Get it, girl! The Oscar domination here from Dawn today. She's on fire. If we would have done the list one, you probably wouldn't have been able to come up with anything. So I'm glad I did this way. Why not? Because as soon as we had a timer and oh, an element yeah. oh, of... Oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Panic. Then it seems no. like panic okay. mode sets But in. I'm not getting that points insulting. for the ones you're I not. answer no. anyway. No, but so, you're still ahead, so that's you, all that matters. You are ahead, okay. and uh, we've got a few more here. We'll go through this one now. Uh, Don, you get the male side, and mm-hmm. you've got 2010, The King's Speech. Mm. Oh, that is Colin Firth. She's just making it look yes! easy. Yes! She's going to go for the clean sweep here. Uh, Bradley, uh, she's ran away with this. I don't think you can catch her at this point, but we'll go 2021. Okay. Last year. Oh, God. The movie is The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, Jessica Chastain. There you go. Yes. And uh, Dawn, back Mm -hmm. your side. Uh, This is 2017. The movie is Darkest Hour. Can you get the complete sweep? And this is male? This is male. This okay. is actor. The Darkest Hour. Oh, that's so such a great movie. It's a war movie. And that oh, oh, it's um because he plays uh Churchill. Um and he was also in Dexter and he's super famous. And I What's his can't... name? You can do it. Come on, okay. do it. He's got a name. I know. Oh. He's a great character actor. And third rock from the sun. 
Oh, gosh. I just, it's not coming to me. I'm not going to waste people's time. Gary Oldman. Oh, Gary that Oldman. Was Gary Oldman. Oh, I was not who you're of, thinking of. Yes. I was thinking of, um, he played it's it like in he the crown. In... He played it. He played Churchill in the crown. That's why I was confused. Who I'm thinking of. You oh, you're thinking of, um, uh, John I Lithgow? Said, yeah, John, John Lithgow. Lithgow. Yes. Okay. Sorry about That's that. That's you were thinking of. That's all right. Uh, you completely dominated today. Let's just do a couple for fun. How about that? Okay. Uh, I'm going to run through them. This time you guys buzz in. Okay. If you get the right answer. Okay. okay. Buzz in. If you know the answer to this one, 2012, it is best actress winner for silver linings playbook. Dawn. Dawn. That is Jennifer Lawrence. See the pressure's off and she just runs away with it. <laughs> But it's working for her. It is working for her. I love it. All right, let's do another couple of them just for fun. Like I said, uh, this is 2016, the movie on Best Actor side, Manchester by the Sea. Dawn. Dawn again. Casey Affleck. Oh, my. Look at it. Oh, my. I'm just, I'm speechless here. You're crushing. It's only worth one point. What's that? I pay attention. I wanted to be up there accepting an award. Mm -hmm. How about day? day? You never know. (laughs) 2015 room room oh um is this actress yep oh that is oh shoot uh emily blunt no oh shoot um i have no clue i did not see room oh tell me that's Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Brie Larson for Room in 2015. Wow, just pure domination. Yes, though. Queen, well you done. nailed it. Oh What's our? Was... Do we know what our overall tally is? Uh, yes, I can. Um, I guess I, I feel like a, you're getting closer, Don. I haven't updated recently, but yeah, Don has been doing better. I can get you the updated tally tomorrow. Sure, it's somewhere. That's fine, it's like right. uh, 20 to 14 or something. Okay, 20, okay. In that you're, range, getting so. you're getting there. And again, tomorrow you guys get to play together. So we've got yes. that as well. But again, huge congratulations. What did I not win, please? Uh, what did you not win? You can't. I know. We don't have winners and losers on this game show. We have winners and consolation prize winners. And Bradley, you are going home with this. And a supply of Stanley syrup. 100% natural syrup. No preservatives, nothing artificial. Stanley syrup. Stanley? Rich country That's, a That's naturally delicious. That's a naturally delicious Stanley syrup. Stanley Stan- syrup. Stanley syrup. Stanley, Stanley syrup. Stanley Stanley syrup. Stanley syrup. Yeah. Ew, Let I don't me want Google any that. syrup that's called Stanley. Stanley. Would you like some Stanley? Stanley. S T A L E Y. Stanley syrup. Stanley syrup. That's not much better though because it's stale. <laughs> it's stale. <Ew. laughs> syrup. Would you like some of my dusty syrup? Oh. oh. Put this on your flapjacks. That is definitely old school. It can. It comes in a tin that looks like a gas nope. can. No, oh. but I'm not. I don't want like, you want that done. No, okay. I don't. But they actually made a bottle and it was a special trial size, only 15 cents. <laughs> are you what are you doing right now? Reading eBay or something? I'm looking at just I Googled Stan, Staley syrup. <laughs> Timu's got a deal on Staley yeah, syrup. Exactly. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And you get free the way, plastic purses. <laughs> if you want to. Don has 100 plastic purses. <laughs> no. If you would like one, it's basically it's a, a Ziploc bag. With a belt attached. Yeah. It was only so, 78 uh, cents for all of them. I'm going to give that away for Christmas. You're right. <laughs> you to should. my sisters. Yeah. Because they go on cruises all the some, time. Put some stuff in it. Oh. Also, who's going to. Lip balm? Lip, lip balm? Skin. Mm-hmm. Who's going to what? Uh, Never mind. Hey. Thank you so much for being with us again today, audience. If you missed any of this show, you can go listen to our podcast on mytalk1071.com or send us an email even though we don't have one. Up next, Lori and Julia. And I think today it's Brit. Is it Brittany and yeah. Julia? Great.
We'll be right back only tomorrow. Bye.